we had like this whole like agenda and like itinerary planned. Um, I learned that Hannah's a sneaky bitch um, because <laughs> your eyes got so wide. What else are you hiding from me? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just better at surprises than you thought. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. Welcome back for another episode. I feel like we have a lot of debriefing to do today. We are relaxed, rested, maybe hungover. Um, we're alive. We're still alive, but we're barely breathing, um, as the script would say. So, yeah, I, I feel like you... Are the one that's probably more exhausting than I am. I'm not sure I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been the longest two weeks of my entire existence. Um, Obviously, we're recapping my birthday trip to Vegas, which I mean, it's sad to say it's the end of my birthday month. Um, which I mean, some of you guys might be like thrilled about because um, they're like, "Thank God, I feel like they've been talking about this fucking <laughs> birthday since." May and you'd be right, you'd be correct. Obviously, it's Leo season. What do you expect? Um, but you also re- went to Nashville and recorded your album, and it's been really good so far. The process, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, have to go back. We were a little ambitious, um, and thinking we could do like four and a half songs. So I will be taking another Nashville trip. Do the Nashville trips ever end? Uh, maybe I'm just trying to be a Nashville, uh, gal, but, um, I mean, we did, your producer did tease that he was like asking, which we, I feel like everybody always ask you when you're going to move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then with the idea of like the Airbnb possibility. Yeah. My husband was like, maybe we should just like buy a place and then turn it into an Airbnb, but stay here when we need to come to Nashville. And I was like, don't tempt me with a good time because we can make this Airbnb really fun and um, have a cute little spot in Nashville. So, uh, that's probably a dream, but if we, but if we frequent Nashville as much as we've been frequenting it in the past year, then I could see us wanting to have some place to stay. Hotels are just very expensive, um, especially us because we're hotel shopping in Nashville. And I think the next one on our list will be the one hotel. Um, one, it smells delicious and two, it's in a really nice area and it's right beside the Dolly bar, uh, which I really want to go to next time. So, um, but yeah, it's been really good. We knocked out instrumentation for four songs, um, and we knocked out vocals for two. What was like the day by day in Nashville? In Nashville, of it, yeah. Uh, well, Monday ended up we ended up at the Nashville Zoo, uh, which was fun. But uh, we were supposed to record. <laughs> we were supposed to record Monday night, but um, my producer and I and my husband were meeting with my guitar player on Tuesday morning to do like the instrumentation for the songs. And the more that we chatted about it on the phone, we decided that we would skip a studio night Monday so that we had like some more like instrumentation parts, um, to kind of see where the song was going and kind of build vocals around that, which I thought was a really nice idea because the last time we recorded, we did like, um, vocals against more of like a piano ballady, not ballad, but just like a piano track and then added instrumentation to the vocals, which was also cool. Um, but I liked being able to be a part of that process. So on Tuesday morning, we we went over to um, my guitar player Tim's studio in his house, and holy man, like holy macaroni, that man had hundreds. I felt like of guitars. I literally <laughs> was just like in awe. I was just like, oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure he had like Cody Johnson's guitar. It was just like wild. Um, he is stupid talented. Um, and actually just won an award for the, um, he won an American country music award for, I think it was best acoustic guitar player. Um, which I was thrilled one because he is so freaking talented, but also because he's on my music, which I think is really cool. Um, but he was just like coming up with stuff like it was nothing. Um, 
And it was really mm-hmm. nice to be there because I could be like, yes, I love that. Or uh, maybe we could like speed up the tempo I was gonna here. Say, was there a reason ever in the past that you didn't like you weren't like involved in those sections? Because those are the things that I would want. I mean, I'm also a control freak who would want to be like involved like in every like little bitty thing that's going on. Yeah, it was just time and money. Like I can't just fly to Nashville when they decide that they're going to go over to the studio. So mm. that was that was it. Those t- the other times that I went up, um, like he just wasn't meeting with Tim at that time. Mm. Um, so so this time it ended up working out. Like he he asked if we could come over before we like made a plan, which was really nice. Um, mm. And even Tim was like, "Yeah, I love it when the artists are here because it's so much easier." So because I got yeah. to sing along and it just it was nice. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm gonna hope. Hopefully we'll do that again. Um, and then Tuesday we went back to the hotel and just like chilled for a little bit. And then Tuesday night we went to the studio for like vocals. Um, and then after about two songs, I looked at him and I was like, I can't do anymore. (laughs) I was, uh, my voice was like starting to go away. And I think it was just from like singing all day long and being like in the heat the day before. Um, and then Wednesday we were heading home. So I think if we hadn't had like Vegas already planned, we could have stayed one more day and knocked it out. But I was like, I mm-hmm. got to get home to a flight. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's been really fun. I really like working with Dylan. Um, he is awesome and he is very, um, he's no bullshit, which I really appreciate because I don't feel like I am much of a bullshitter either. Um, and I kind of like know what I want and I don't really screw around. I just want to get it done. Um, and so I, I appreciate that about him. I think he meets me really nicely at that level. Um, and like we make adjustments where we need to, and we, we don't where we don't. He, one time he, I sang it like the same way and he's like, that sounds good. It's not going to get any better. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, like I'm very consistent. (laughs) So like we either like it or we don't like it. So um, can you tell us a little bit about the two songs that you did record and like like what the story behind them possibly is, or do you want to keep that more like under wraps? Um, I think I might keep it a little under wraps until we get a little bit closer. Um, but they're two totally different songs. If that makes sense. Um, storyline, tempo vibes. It was really funny because I was like sitting there with, um, Dylan and Tim and I was like, I don't know what my genre is. And then Tim was like, I don't either. <laughs> and he was like, and that's a good thing because you can do anything. And I was like, I like, I like that. I really like do that. Do you have like sort of like, um, like comparisons, like certain like artists, like albums or, um, certain like artists sounds that you're trying to emulate like with this album? I feel like it's a mixture of like the people that I've sent for references to Dylan have been like, um, Leon, Lennon Stella, Marin Morris, Kelsey Ballerini, Leon, I already said Leon, um, Sabrina Carpenter, like that kind of vibe. I have like some like indie pop, pop, pop country, ballady. Like I just feel like I don't want to put myself in a bubble because I've seen artists do that and I don't want to be stuck. I want to be able to write what I want to write and make it sound how I want it to sound. But they are all cohesive. Like they all go together. Um, and I think it will be like a cohesive thing, but you know how like Olivia Rodrigo's first album, like it was all cohesive, but they all sounded a little bit different and she was playing on like different kinds of artists and different sounds. I feel like that's kind of what I want mine to be like. Like I don't want it to be 10 songs that all sound like they could be, on the country radio station. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would you say that this album is like for? Like what um, audience like are you hoping to like reach with it? Mm. I think I want to reach the people who feel like they were never good enough. Um, because I feel like in my 20s, that's how I felt. Both in relationships in like jobs in like even like music and my dreams like I always felt like there was something working against me and that like I wasn't good enough but I kind of realized that it wasn't necessarily always me it was 
the people I was surrounding myself with and the things that I was surrounding myself with. Um, and so just, you know, learning that life like ebbs and flows and that things are going to happen that we don't love and we're going to grow from that. We're going to become better and we're going to make better choices. Um, I also feel like the, the, uh, the heartbreak gals and boys, <laughs> the people that have been broken hearted, uh, will also relate to this because I feel like that was a lot of not my twenties, but like earlier, um, a lot of pent up emotions that I never really released in any way other than writing songs. So, so yeah, there's a little bit of love. There's a little bit of hate. There's a little bit of screw you and it's great. <laughs> mm. Well, that's great. I mean, we're going to ha- hopefully, you know, have a whole, like, music video, like, scheduled for it some, like, re- and get, be able to get the gals, like, a release date and everything. And uh, I think it'd be really cool to have it built up where you, the gals can, like, listen along and be able to find out, like, you know, the name of the album, everything that's going to be coming towards you. And they can all check out more information to get all that information on your personal Instagram at Hannah. Adams Miller, um, and on your TikTok as well. Yes. And prior to this, when I'm releasing a couple songs I did with another friend and producer as like a little EP, um, it's the songs wanted talk about you burning love and a cover of third stories. I'm coming around. Um, and I love all of those, but I thought it would be nice that they need a home. They need a home on my Spotify. They need a little EP. And so I feel like that would be a fun little, um, thing to release because this bigger project is going to be something that takes me a little bit more time. Um, and so I just wanted to have something else to celebrate. So it's songs that you can find on Spotify already, but again, I just want them to have a home, um, in a little EP. So, yeah. And we'll have a link in the show notes where people can pre-save. Yeah. Um, That will come out on August 25th. So cool. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So August 25th wanted the EP. Yep. From Hannah Adams will be on Spotify and wherever you can listen to pod, um, listen to music. You'll be able to download it and um, stream it. It'll be on TikTok, Instagram Stories too. I'm assuming so you guys can share the music with your friends as well. And there's already a music video correlated to. Yes, I'll re- I'll be resharing that because it was a work of art. You get Thank to see my so awesome much. acting skills. But I mean the director. She the director, was fabulous. Jacob. Like, <laughs> the di- I'm bit like the director though. But the director she though. Really was like iconic. I will me. say I found that uh the setting, the set. <laughs> That's the one thing I could pride myself on. <laughs> hey, locations is Location an important job is important. on a film set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is an important See job this on a film Airbnb set. that we could have in Nashville could be like a studio. Mm, I'm having eventually a, you're, I'm having eventually a lo- your home. I'm having a lot of ideas. I'm having a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we move into like a, a house here. Oh yeah, you're doing that on top of recording this. How's that been going? Mm, I'm over it. I'm just I'm I'm so tired of moving. I hope that we can stay here for a minute. I want to make it feel like my home, but I'm also I'm so tired. I feel like a train has hit me. Are you gonna have like a little studio nice. in this house? Um, I think I'm going to do one of the, the rooms, like my office recording area. Um, so yes and no, <laughs> like, yes, okay. it will be partially, but it's not going to be anywhere near like what I would, what I would want to have in my forever home, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do like a really quick ad break and then we're going to jump into my birthday, which I know is why you all came. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. 
New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, so, um, yeah, I did Barbie Oppenheimer, then, and then the next day you went to Nashville, and mm-hmm. then we all met up in Vegas for my birthday. What, what did you think of Vegas? This was your first time in Vegas. I really liked it. I don't really know what I was expecting. Um, I think you were expecting it to be dirtier. I was going to say, like, the one thing that stood out to me was how freaking clean it was. Um, And I think that's just from, like, you know, coming out to not necessarily, like, California, but, like, parts of California are really dirty. Oh, no, Los Angeles is filthy. Yeah, and then New York is dirty. Um, And just, like, some, like, major cities that you go in, like, even Nashville, like, down Broadway, it's just, like, it smells, it's gross. Vegas? Clean. I was, like... I don't know. I was kind of like, like, whoa, <laughs> it's really clean. <laughs> There's no trash. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hot. It was dry. hot, but it wasn't like unbearable. The best way to describe it, I think, is standing over a bonfire and just not moving like that. Heat. Which is just, it's just shocking to me that I was, I was so surprised I'm, and proud that Which you guys, that you, that you like, Thought it was fine and everything because I was like, I remembered I was because you like, know how I am when I get hot. Oh yeah, your bachelorette trip. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I mean that was hot Charleston. I was like, humidity, sweating, like, like Vegas not having humidity saved me. If it had been that hot and as humid as, as it is here on the East Coast, I would have been dead. I would have been like, I am you not be- going outside. But would you have believed it was like 111 no. some of the days? Like we were at the pool outside, Mm-mm. we're sitting in Yeah, we were literally degrees. outside at 111, and there was a breeze, and it honestly felt good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it truly is a, like a dry desert because mm-hmm. I will say, if anything, I my skin everything becomes infinitely dry. On our last day, my nose um, was bleeding. Oh no, that's how dry that. I, no one, you couldn't tell, but I could tell. You could just but, tell, um, yeah. Um, because it was so dry. Yeah. Well, I thought it was so cool. So I actually like switched my flight so that I could get there earlier so we could go, we could make our dinner reservation when we got there Thursday. And so I, um, I always pick an aisle seat because I always have to go to the bathroom on the plane. But when I switched my flight, there was only a window seat left. I got to fly over the Grand Canyon and see it from above. And it was so cool. And I was like taking photos and I was like, this, this is cool. Um, I hope to go see it in person sometime, but it was really cool to see it like from above. Yeah, I've I've been to it. It's cool. I I, I will say I'm notorious for being the person I'm um, like going to see like really big attractions and just not be like, like the equivalent of the meme of okay, let's go. Like we've seen it. Cool. Yeah. Great. Like it's how literally how I was when I saw the Hollywood Hills. Like I dreamed of the Hollywood Hills my whole life, and then I saw them for the first time. I'm like. Cool. That's a mountain. Sounds cool. It's a mountain with a sign. Yep. Cool. All right. All right. Let's go. <laughs> We've seen it. Our now time. I see it every day. All right. Time here's up. <laughs> um, but with the Grand Canyon, so I'm like walking to the Grand Canyon and I'm like, okay, like it's going to be a hole in the ground. Well, and like once Woo. you've seen like one angle of it, you've pretty much seen it well, all. Well, <laughs> no, I will. No, no? I don't. Th- I don't think that oh, because okay. I will say I went to go walk up to it and I was like, holy shit. Like it's it. You cannot. You think that you know how big it is. You cannot fathom you can. how big yeah. it is. You physically in your mind cannot fathom how massive it is. And. Like the Colorado River running through the bottom of it. There's yes, there I are saw Native that Americans. from above. I believe. I don't know. I saw some water. I saw some water and some things. But it was really but, cool. 
the like there's Native Americans that live at the bottom of it, mm. and like they have supplies like flown into them like every week. I mean, you you just physically like in your mind like you cannot comprehend how gargantuan it is and that's why i thought like maybe i wouldn't like it because i was like okay it's just gonna be like you know looking out any other mountain but it really it's Mm -hmm. not it's not like it really is like a true wonder that i mean just water erosion creating that over centuries and millions of years um it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool yeah yeah and you guys had Uh, to drive through death valley how was that I mean, I think the highest it got, it wasn't, we, so we were in the outskirts of Death Valley. We weren't going through the middle, thankfully, but we were in the Mojave Desert. So I think the hottest it got was 115. Okay. Um, so it wasn't um, too bad. Um, but, I mean, it's just like driving through a desert. There's not really that much to look at. See. <laughs> Or anything. Yeah. You could tell the difference between going and coming because uh, going there, me and our, my friend was like just, we were talking the entire time. We were catching up, telling stories, blah, blah, blah. Went back, listened to music like the entire time. Like silent. I know. Uh, that like post-trip ride home is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't tired. Like I was, I would, I would never be the person that fell asleep on the person because I feel, I feel bad. Unless it's my dad. He gets a pass. Um, but, um. No, it was just, we were just vibing, listening to Harry, just chilling. Um, but, yeah. Meanwhile, so I was I, chilling on, in a plane for, like, three hours before it finally okay, so decided to take what happened? Because I honestly... <gasps> oh, okay. I honestly don't know the full story. Quick, quick story time, side note. So, on my way home, my flight was scheduled for 6 a.m., so I got up at 3 a.m., left You're the hotel. You're a psychopath, hotel, so I think, for that. <laughs> left the hotel at 3.30, got to the airport. And people were still security. bumping. Like, people were still bumping. I mean, we were partying. We were coming out of clubs. Like, we were gambling. We were just, you know enjoying every second of Vegas. Meanwhile, I'm like walking through with my suitcase, like move, get out of my way. I'm just trying to get to my Uber. Um, so I went through airport security was totally fine. We boarded the plane at five 30 and we sat there and I guess I like dozed off for a second. And then it was like, I woke up and it was like six 15 and I was like, hmm, we should have been left by now. And then as soon as I like kind of was like, what, are, what is going on? The pilot was like, hi guys. So, and I was like, Oh no. Um, Basically, what I gathered from her explanation was the third engine of the plane was out, and that is the engine that controls the AC on the plane. Which, you already say the third engine's out. I'm like, get me off this plane. Literally, like, halfway through all of this, I was like, should I get off? Like, I would have gotten off I, the first time. I'm like, am I unsafe? Um, so I wouldn't. You tell me the engine's out? Bye. Getting off the plane now. So I don't care she, if it just way, runs the AC. The way she explained it was it just it just was in charge of the AC. And there there I could tell that like the AC wasn't on while we were sitting there. So it was getting like it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think it was like ninety seven degrees outside at that time. Um and then so they were <laughs> like, it wasn't that bad. It, it was ninety seven degrees. Um, so <laughs> then they were like, um, you know, if you when you checked in you know, you can volunteer like to give up your seat for a voucher or whatever. So she was like, I need 19 people to volunteer to give up their seats for a $1,200 voucher. Need to be flexible. We don't know when we can get you on the next flight. Yada, yada. Well, I couldn't be flexible because I have a full-time job that I had to get back to. And I'd already taken a week off unpaid. And I was like, I have to get home. If they said $1,200 cash? No, 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 no. If they said $1,200 cash, cash, I was going to call you, say, come get me, ride to LA, and like hang out for a night and they get a flight home from there. Yeah. If they said cash, (laughs) say less, I'm off that plane. I was like, I was like, okay, how? I was like, all right, okay. Okay, I I was like, I can't be flexible. And then, you know, we sat there, we sat there, we sat there. We had to wait for engineering to come out. We had to wait for dispatch to tell us, like, what the plan was going to be moving forward because we were delayed, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, the sweet little flight attendant comes back on and she's like, I'm going to need, like, I can't remember what she said. I think it was like, I'm going to need, like, 47 more people to get off the plane. And I was just like... And the reason people were having just to, cancel the flight. The, people, the reason people were having to get off was the hotter it got inside of the plane, the weight restriction got more, um, got got but like that point, decreased. So we had to have more weight get off the plane so that we were safe to fly the plane. And that was at the point where I was like, 
am I safe? Do I get off? I was saying, at that point, <laughs> just cancel the flight. Yeah, we had literally <laughs> left so late. I was like, oh my gosh. So luckily, the amount of people got off that needed to get off. They came back on. We finally took off. But I w- but she said, she was like, if you guys don't volunteer, I will have to like involuntarily like take some of you off. And yeah. I was like, that's when I was like, okay, here's the plan. If I get pulled from the plane, I'm calling Hillary and Emily, and they're going to come get me. I'm going to go back to L.A. <laughs> like, Meanwhile, we're whole, fucking knocked out. I had this like, whole plan. I was like texting them. I was like, so I'm still in Vegas. <laughs> We're still both asleep. You guys were, you guys were dead. I was like tiptoeing out of there. I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> I was, um, I, I was afraid I was gonna miss miss my Uber because I forgot like how long it took to get like everywhere in the hotel. So, so yeah, but I I eventually made it home and I ended up not going into work on Monday because I was like my plan was to sleep on the plane, but I was running on like two hours of sleep because I was so like been out of shape about this like weight restriction and like am I gonna die like are we gonna fall out of the sky um that I was like I can't sleep I must be alert (laughs) so Um, let me go to sleep that way if I die I'm out and then like it was funny because like Monday was the day I didn't go in and I actually didn't feel terrible I felt worse on Tuesday it was like the truck hit me Tuesday and I was like oh I'm confused at what time it is and where I'm supposed Mm. to be but Mm. But yeah, we had a good time though. That was a really fun trip. Yeah, no, um, I would have not done that at all. I, I know. T- again, an engine? No, I know. No, I just I don't. I couldn't be flexible really. And the um, the later flight was like not leaving until like three. I was afraid. I was afraid to be stuck in Vegas alone. To be honest. Um, you wouldn't have been. You would have just came with us. No, but if I had tried to wait like for the later flight and like not been able to get a seat, then I would have been by myself. Because you guys would you guys would have already been gone. <laughs> we didn't leave till like one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but uh no, we I had a great time. So yeah, we uh we had like this whole like agenda and like itinerary planned. Um I learned that Hannah's a sneaky bitch um, because <laughs> your eyes got so wide. What else are you hiding from me? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I just, I, I'm just better at surprises than you thought. <laughs> the, your eyes got in, increasingly large that moment, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. And we're going to talk after this. Okay. <laughs> There's literally nothing to chat about, but okay. But, um... See, you say you can't act, and then here we are. I just think I don't let myself act, if we're being honest. <laughs> yes, you're too, you're too afraid. I get so, in my head about it. I'm like, ooh, that was dumb. Oh, I look dumb there. I probably look Which is like there. number one rule of acting is you can't do that. Yep, yep. But this if is you why just pretend I'm not that an you're lying. Well, I'm not but lying. <laughs> well, okay, so did you, whose idea was it to go back to the room? Like, did you actually have to change yes. or was that just convenient? <laughs> no, we, I actually, okay. So what she's referring to is. Cause we, I'm wondering how, so they surprised me. We, like we, we, me and Hannah left the room and, uh, our friend stayed behind and she decorated the room when we came back and it was full of balloons. I'm just wondering how that was going to happen if we hadn't had done that. Well, the original plan was to try to do it while you were showering. And I was like, that's going to be really hard. <laughs> We no. also know I sh- sh- take quick showers. Yeah, I know. I was like, Ugh, I don't. She was like, or maybe like, you know, she'll want to go somewhere. And I was like, I don't know. But no, we went back to the room because uh, your girl forgot to put biker, sh- biker shorts under her dress and my legs were rubbing together and it was uncomfortable because it was hot and it was like 11, 111 degrees or whatever. So I was like, I need to go change. Like we were like passing our hotel to go to the Bellagio, right? That's what was our plan. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we stopped and everybody like took a minute and then you were on the bed and Hillary was like in the hallway, like mouthing to me, like, and I was like, I was like, I have no idea what she was saying. And then she walked in, she was like, I think I'm going to stay back. I'm just like really tired. Um, and I was like, and then it clicked Which- and then it clicked and I was like. Oh, okay. And so when, when I walked over there with her, like when we both came out, um, I was telling her that like the stuff that your mom sent with me was in my suitcase and for her to just grab it. Um, and then we walked out and had to perform a pitch. Because I heard pitch. you guys talking. <laughs> and we had to per- yeah. I was like, what are you guys and talking about? And was like really suspicious. <laughs> 
so I don't know how we even like we were on the same wavelength. We just started you just performing. You started doing <laughs> the song from Pitch Perfect. Oh, oh, oh. I saw the sign Literally, or whatever it's called. We were like, like <laughs> it was so funny. I was just like, oh my god. But yeah, um, and that was. And then I took Emily. Emily and I went for a walk, and Hillary decorated the whole place. And I was like, we were like coming up the elevator, and I was like, we're on our way. <laughs> Like well, I was just so surprised because I was like, huh, Hillary's the one staying behind, not I know. Hannah. When she was like, I'll stay behind, I was like, bitch, it would make more sense if I would stay behind because I was like, I am tired. I was like, it's like a like 10 it's o'clock like, at night. Yeah. Hannah's not tired? Huh. I <laughs> I guess that coffee or whatever she took work. Like, I'm or taking, maybe I'm she's just taking, being a, advantage thought, of this. I thought, I thought either you had enough caffeine in you or you just wanted to be a good friend and not <laughs> stay in the room with me because, yes. you know, I wanted to go out and do oh, something. Yes. Well, and I, I was like, I was feeling fine. Like, yes, it was a travel day and it was busy, but like, I honestly felt fine until the last night before my flight when I was getting, I was a little anxious about not getting enough sleep and it like making me feel sick because if I don't get enough sleep, I get like really nauseous feeling. But I'm just shocked that you left at 3.30 because we're right there at the airport. I know. I don't know. I was really nervous. And then it took like five minutes to go through TSA. Yeah. But I knew it would. <laughs> but I like was able to sit. I like got a, I got a coffee <laughs> at like 4 a.m. <laughs> and I like I should have gotten food because I was stuck on the plane. No, I was stuck on the plane for like seven hours. By the time I got, I, when I got to, um, when I got to Charlotte, I was just like, I feel so hungry, but I like don't want to eat anything. And so I didn't eat anything until I got home. But like my stomach on the drive home was like. <laughs> See, y'all all call me an airport dad with how I am at an airport. Oh, but I, I am think you, literally you are the airport dad. The anxiety of flying is not flying. It is the what time do I arrive? That is See, where I, my anxiety lies. Couldn't it be me. Mm-hmm. Couldn't it be me. Yeah. I have just had a lot, a couple like close calls with like getting stuck in security line. Now that I have TSA pre-check, so it's probably not going to be a problem. That's why I was like, "Why are you stressed? You have TSA I pre-check." Know. I just was stressed. I was stressed. I was there way too early though. I got there at like three forty-five. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I could have told you that. You're like ten minutes. From, you're literally could walk to the I airport from our hotel. Got one at like four thirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so um so no, I was actually down to like go do stuff. Um yeah, I did, I I wasn't I wasn't feeling too bad really until the last day. But So w- the first day though, we went to the pool. It was Brad's first day. Brad's um, first day. Shout we got out a Brad. day bed. We got a day bed and um with that like we had like a waiter and everything. It's his first First day. Hope you had a great first day. Um, a kid stole your swimming tube. I um, could have about killed which, a kid. I could have about killed a kid. Me and Hillary were ready to throw hands. You, you were wouldn't ready to let throw us hands. though. Well, okay. So to be fair, there were three tubes that looked like mine, but I'm pretty sure we all know who took my tube. Yeah, it was that old <laughs> was bald that dude, old bald man, and he was not very kind. He like spoke down to me like I was a five year old. I was like, hey, and we were ready to throw hands. You were ready to throw hands, and I was just like, it's fine. I'll walk the lazy river, you know, whatever. But he was like, yeah, you really got to keep up with your stuff. Like write your name on it next time. And I wanted to be like you stole my float i was ready to punch somebody I, it was my birthday so i made sure um, that the gals um got through the lazy river okay i was the mom of the day <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like holding the tubes walking everyone like i i, I was giving such mom energy you were i had my her, visor like on <laughs> Yeah, I had my you mom visor. We're giving your mother a run for her money, honestly. With I that was look. like, girls, girls, remember sunscreen. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that reapplied, though. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Um, but that was fun. But yeah. So there was that. Oh, also on Monday, I forgot. I went to Six Flags. <laughs> with oh yeah. My guy Side friends. note: You went to Six Flags. Yeah. Um, can't do roller coasters like I used to. Kids. I know. Um, it gets harder as we get older. I have never gotten sick on a roller coaster before, and there was one that we went on, and, like, I had to, after that one, I was like, can't anymore. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Um, 
That's a, and I that's a bad ate. feeling. I didn't eat that day. Like, on, with the intention that I, so I wouldn't throw up or anything. And maybe that worked against me. I don't know. But I was just like, mm, no, we can't do it anymore. But um, that's a whole other <laughs> side note. But uh, I tried to get Hannah to go on the roller coaster at New York, New York. She didn't want to do it, um, which is totally fine. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know how I feel about a roller coaster. After all of the roller coaster drama that's happening at Carowinds, <laughs> like, I might take a break from roller coasters for a minute. <laughs> But I, so we went to the, uh, the pool, we ate a catch that night for dinner, and then we went to Thunder from Down Under at Excalibur, Mm -hmm. which, okay, so I know everybody talks about Magic Mike, and people also talk about Chippendales and think Chippendales is the best one. I looked at them in at Chippendales, they're not cute. Um. Everybody, because I mean, I think it's like the OG one. That's why people like that one. But mm-hmm. I looked at the men, and like Thunder from Down Under had the hottest man. And let me tell you one thing too, Liam. Shout out Liam, shout real out quick. Liam okay, at Thunder from Down Under. We gonna shout out Liam, <laughs> hard fucking core, real quick. Um, because uh, one, he's fine as hell. Let me just get that out of the way too. He's six four. He's got washboard abs. He's got the bl- slick back black hair. A smooth Aussie voice. Like he is divine. And he brought me up on the stage. And it was you and Hillary's reactions were my... I I honestly, like, as much as I wish I had a video of you on stage, I wish I had a video of our reactions. And Blaine was like, I told you to get videos of your reactions. And I was like, we weren't allowed to film. (laughs) There were other girls filming it. I know. And they kept yelling. They kept yelling at everyone. I would not have posted that video. Oh no no no! Just, I just wanted it for you. I just wanted that for you to like have and to like when you were feeling down. Like oh, remember that time, Liam? Like oh no, I could just vividly replay it. Thank God I have a photographic memory because I could just replay it in my head any time of day yeah, that I want. Hillary, Mom, if you're Hillary listening, we're dying. Mom, if you're listening, stop now. You can um, skip ahead probably uh, fifteen minutes. But um. Yeah, so we were, so if you want to go to Thunder from Down Under, here's my recommendation. Everybody wants to sit at the very front row at the long tables at the very front of the stage. That is a good area to sit because they they will interact with you. They will look at you and everything. But we were sitting, so there's the regular stage and then there's like a runway that comes out of it. And there's in the runway, there's like a little center stage that at that point, they can jump off that little, that point and then walk into the crowd. So we were sitting at the booths at that center part and every time they jumped off that stage I just kept looking at them and you know just looking at them with my doughy flirty bad um like batting my eyes and they all would like interact with me like in some way or look at me or like say hi or sit down next to me at some point Mm -hmm. did that and I also had the birthday girl sign on my head too I had a little crown on but um Apparently, Liam is, like, equivalent to, like, Magic Mike. Like, he is, like, the fan favorite. Mm -hmm. He is the Channing Tatum of the group, apparently. And um, (laughs) I will say, he first came out. And he came out, like, in, like, a a military uniform. And I was like, oh, that's not, like, my thing. Like, I don't, like, the men in uniform thing. I'm like, "Uh, that's not, like, that's not my vibe. And then he took the uniform off. And I was like. That's my vibe. This is this is now my vibe. It would have been hotter like if he came out like in like you know like a suit and tie kind of shit and took that off or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So he he came out and then he jumped up the stage and then he looked. He didn't look anywhere else. He just looked dead at me, and I. It was like everybody else in the room just faded, disappeared. Away. <laughs> Love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you know he asked me to go with him and um. Took me up on stage. It was a very short stage performance. Honestly, you're up there. One, I did forget that there was, I was in, I'm a, a performer. So like, you know, being in front of a crowd was not an issue for me at all. Um, you can't even see them, to be honest with the lights. I was more worried of trying not to look stiff <laughs> the whole time. I was like, really, I don't know. That whole time, I was like, I don't know what to do with my arms. I don't know how to relax <laughs> my body. And, like, what do I like, do with I my don't hands? Wanna, like, I don't want to, like, my natural response would be just cross my legs and place on my legs. But I was like, that gives such a closed-off energy. Yes. And so I was trying to, like, give, like, an open energy. Because, um, like, I was consenting to... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> did not care. Like, um, especially when they started playing Zane. I know. I was, I like, was like, of course it's Zane. Here we go. Let's I was like, go. yes, Let's go. I'm here for this. One thousand percent. 
Um, but uh, it was very comforting, I will say, when I got off the stage and having like all the other girls like cheering for me and like high five like, you, high yeah. fiving me, like that gave me comforting energy because I was at first I was and like, then you came back to the table and Hillary and I were like, that's our girl. <laughs> like yelling it was so funny the t- the booth beside us was like laughing at our reaction to you coming back i was like that's our girl <laughs> and it was literally just like i was like, just like i a really booth. hope i'm not red in the face no, and i don't look like a s- stiff robot like clinging to the chair or anything yeah, yeah. um so yeah, that is my tips. Um, but, but I think also, too, it was a nice break to have me up there instead of all brides. I since was, I was also going to comment on that because I was getting tired of <laughs> seeing the brides. But I know it's like a big, like, bachelorette group, like, activity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was really nice to see, like, not a bride up there. So Yeah. I Trust me, I was, like, trying to do I, – I, I didn't think that where we were sitting at, we I would get selected or anything. Um, but So I was like, it's go time. Time to like get time like, to flirt my way up on that stage. Full, exactly, <laughs> precisely. Um, so yeah. Other than that, it was a like a really fun time. It was a really good show. Um, thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I think I, I think it's something cute that you could do with your girlfriends. Um, I just wanted to do that one over a magic mic because magic mic was like all the way at the other end of the strip, and I just didn't think the men at that one were. SQ and they bring up a girl like dance they bring up some women from the audience on stage but like the big performance is with another female dancer oh um, I don't like that. And so I was like, I don't care about that. Like, I love women, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, and, um, it, and it also allowed us to like check out the Excalibur and like walk around there. And so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your main point, which we thought also saw Excalibur, was that how many kids there are in Vegas. I know. And I was talking to um, one of my mom friends about it, and she was telling me how many kid-friendly activities there are in Vegas. What? And I was like, what? Apparently, Blippi, like, has a the residency there. Oh, you don't have the pleasure of knowing who Blippi is. Don't. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> you don't. You don't. It's like this man who dresses up as this character, Blippi. And he's really annoying. And he does, like, cartoon okay. songs and stuff. But apparently apparently, apparently, he does shows out in Vegas. And there's, like, this but, huge... Apparently, Circus Circus is very kid-friendly. Yeah, because they have an amusement park yeah. in the hotel. Or the, and that there's, like, maybe some, like... I think she said there was, like, some, like, little, like, play, play air, like playground-type areas. But there but were I, so I don't, many kids. And I was like... This is not my vibe for like a kid vacation. Like if we're taking the like, kids somewhere, we're going to Disney World. Exactly. We're I'm going like, to Disney just World. Like, I don't have. I I think a lot of places are trying to make it kid friendly because they don't because people can't like afford to get like a nanny or like have sure. grandparents which, watch the kids or whatever. Which fair, but like, fair point. But maybe like choose somewhere else. Anywhere else, like Vegas is not to me. I've done Ve- I've done the PG version of Vegas because I've gone with my parents right. as an adult over the age of twenty one, uh, and it's okay. But I'm there with my my mom who's like going there for work or something. And I'm just accompanying her on the trip, so right. it's like. But I feel like it kind of. I did in Vegas. I feel like uh, it takes away from the purpose of going to Vegas. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like me, I feel like you're just going to stay at a hotel somewhere and like walk around. Because yes, because to me, now that I live here in LA. If anything I could do in Vegas with my parents, I can do in L.A. Yes. I can't do... I, and now, with this trip, we, we, like, which was a little bit more, like, adult-friendly, mm-hmm. like, there's things that we did that I can I, I couldn't really do here, like, in L.A. Like, yeah. and it was more like, um, like, this is an adult's trip. This is a girl's trip. Like, yeah. we're going out. We're having a good time. Like, yeah. we also went to On the Record, which was... We got on the guest list for On the Record, which is Usher's Club at cool. Park MGM. That was really cool. I liked that yeah. room that we ended up in with all of the records on the wall. Yeah. They have an idea where, like, if you take a, um, a vinyl record off the wall and give it to the bartender, they'll make a drink based off of that record, which we thought was cool. Um... And then we also went to some, like, other, like, speakeasies inside the Cosmo Hotel that were really cool, which there was one that we went into, the Ski Lodge. It's oh, my in. gosh. I think that was my favorite thing that we did. 
<laughs> so that one's like hidden in Super Frico, which is one of their big, big restaurants at the Cosmopolitan. And they go all out with entertainment. They got, got actors coming in and reenacting like 80s kind of ski lodgy things. Like they had someone coming in dressed up as like a skier and like a Yeti. And I was like, this is giving theater camp. And yes. I am here for this. <laughs> I mean, we um, legit made s'mores. <laughs> yeah. So I think my next trip, I want to go and try to find all the different speakeasies mm-hmm. in the Cosmo because there's like four, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's some like in Park MGM as well too. But we finally got to eat a Carbone, uh, and that was, that was delightful, really good. exquisite. That was really good. Um, anybody who says Carbone's overrated, um, I'm so sorry, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, anywhere I can get spicy rigatoni vodka, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Like, that is my favorite meal. That is my comfort food. I am not gonna say no. So, I thoroughly enjoyed it. They give you so much free shit, too. They I give know. you so much bread. And we got those and, cakes like, cheese, at the end. The little uh, Italian cookies. Yeah. Yes. Or cookies, yeah. whatever they were. Yeah. I really liked Catch, too. Our waiter made me this, like, peach tea, because, of course, I tried to order sweet tea in Nevada, like a dum-dum. Um, and he was like, no, but I have a peach tea. And I was like, hmm, that sounds good. It was delicious. Yeah. Yeah, babe, you on the West Coast, we don't got sweet tea out here unless you're going mm-hmm. to Chick-fil-A or Raisin Cane's. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate, yeah. but that's okay. It's fine. But. Yeah. But uh, we, I think we still had a good, good time. We still had a good trip. Um, oh, we went and- to a Mega Mart. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Area 15. That was pretty interesting. I was so, I was more worried that we were going to get lost. um, Yeah. (laughs) And it, than anything. I, I I really wanted to go back and try the scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. next time, Um, which I feel like it's only $3 more. We should have done it. Oh, yeah. We should um, have. I don't know why I didn't like think about like, oh, let's just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to do that. I think it's really fun if you want to get like drunk or ahead of time, um, and go explore it. It was really cool and interesting. It was definitely, it was like a trippy, trippy vibe for sure. I can't imagine like being on drugs and being the in that. The like, video of us inside. dancing on the wall that was projected on the wall is still mind blowing to me. It's when we were so, in that room want, and then all of a sudden yeah. we were on the wall and I was like, who is watching? <laughs> It, no, it was that vibe. It's yeah, almost like, it you know, like when you're like, like in a, walked in and, like, and then like all of a sudden it changed and we were the ones on the wall. And I was like, I'm going insane. I feel like I'm in an, like, I'm going, like, I'm getting, <laughs> having trouble. It was very much like a big brother's watching you yes, kind of vibe. Because at first it was like different. It was creepy. It, at first it was like different images. And then like it started strobing slow. And then I realized it was you and I on the wall. And it was just like, what? Like, huh? It was weird. <laughs> Yeah, but it was really cool. Yeah, it was time, really cool. I think. Yeah. I think we if did I had been, like, <laughs> I think I, if I had been under the influence at all, like, I would definitely would have, like, been terrified. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, we got to get out of here right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I had a, I had a blast. I hope that you guys did, too. It's definitely something where, just prepare, whenever I do get married, we're going to go back for my bachelorette. I figured. And we're gonna that's go. a fun, that's a fun bachelorette, bachelorette place. And we're gonna go even bigger. Okay. Um, go bigger. So, go hard. Go home. Because that will have we'll have a lot more girls then, and it'll be. I want to have like a really. I want to have a hangover experience like the okay. movie, but not like I don't want anyone to die or mm-hmm. get a tattoo on their face. Okay. Maybe. Just remind me this time to book like a four p.m. flight. Okay. Okay. No, no six a.m. Yeah. is allowed. I don't care what time yeah. I get home. Four p.m. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, like, just my, like my husband wants to go. Oh, I won eighteen dollars my first time gambling. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Do you still have it, or did you spend it already? No, it's I put it in our money jar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to spend mine. I had to use it for a tip. Um, when oh no, me and Hillary went to that's dinner. okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, I I came home with more money than I left. I did not gamble as much as I thought I would. Um, I just wanted to learn. I just need to read. You just the need rules. to take more time. I think. I think we if were, I had you, like, if we were not like going between, like, if we weren't trying to like waste time between things, I think if I had sat down there for like an hour or so, like, and try to figure it out, I think well, it would have been better. I think for me, I don't. I didn't win any money on the slots at all. All my money, I won playing blackjack. Yeah. Um, and I just think for me, it's just more one. I think it's a more satisfying win because I'm actually having to like use. Like game oh, strategy. I was just hitting the buttons. I was like, ding, ding. 
Because I, ding, to me, ding. I don't like the randomization of a slot because yeah. I don't feel like I have any control no, you over it in some way. No, with, you definitely with don't. You can, bet, don't. you can do how much you're betting, but that's about it. Yeah. I like that with blackjack, even though like it is randomized and everything, I still have like, if I, I since I know basic game strategy, I still have somewhat of a control yeah. over the outcome. And I can decide like, you know, it just makes me feel like I have some semblance of like, I know what's going on. And because um, I don't want to get mad at a random machine that I don't know how to play and I don't understand. Yeah, true. But, yeah, I think if you guys, yeah, I think if you just like took like a little bit more time and like we actually like sat down and like read the rules or something, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it probably would be a lot. I didn't prepare successful. very well, but it, oh, but I, again, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. There's always next time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I think I think we had a successful thirtieth birthday. I had a successful thirtieth birthday. I think so too. Um, it was a good one. I feel like I, I feel like t- you I had a good Hillary. time. I was really I trying Hillary. to. I really wanted you to have a good time this year. So I was like, we got to do all the things told Hillary it was my favorite birthday yet. Um, she thought that was the alcohol talking. Um, oh. But yeah, I was like, no, like I'm genuinely serious. Like it was like probably the best birthday I've had. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that we were able to be a part of it. Um, and you had your best gals with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed this little recap we did. Um, we will get back to our regular schedule programming with all new episodes with guests starting next week. I'm so excited. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.